Today in the Diz List, we discuss the top five reasons not to go to Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and happy April Fool's Day. <laughs> welcome, um, welcome to episode 39, where we discuss the top five reasons not to go to Walt Disney World. So, I had no idea where to jump in there uh, when you reversed the whole music. And I added some uh, other like weird alien sounds. Yeah. Um, People are like, wait, am I listening to the right podcast? Hold on. <laughs> It's the War of the Worlds all over again. Uh, it's fun to be funny sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, we are currently um, embroiled in a battle, hopefully, yeah. over on Instagram. Um, we currently are, as we sit here recording, hopefully we're still embroiled in a battle uh, when this releases. If not, I do want to thank uh, All Aboard Podcast for hosting another great uh, podcast battle. Um, it's always great to be able to um, not meet physically, but but start following and and see what other podcasts are doing uh, via Instagram and stuff. And and so if you get a chance, go and visit All Aboard Podcast over on Instagram and see all the cool podcasts that were involved in this year's uh, podcast battle. As of when I looked today, it was close. Yeah, we were like down by it was forty eight fifty two. We're down. Wow. We're down to a pretty formidable foe. Well, when I saw you last night, it was it wasn't that close. No, it was forty three fifty seven. Oh, but yeah, that's um, cool. Either, I like either way, win win or lose, I think it's great because we get to meet new podcasts or learn about new podcasts. And uh, like I said, I can't thank uh, at All Aboard Podcasts over on Instagram enough, um, and I can't thank all of our listeners enough for voting for us. It really means a lot. Yeah. That's cool. It's exciting. Absolutely. Uh, I have some sad news today. Okay. Um, Rolly Crump passed away. Yes. Rolly Crump is a very important uh, person f- to the Walt Disney Company for many reasons, specifically and especially the Walt Disney Parks, plural. So I put down some notes, just some things that he has accomplished that I just wanted to point out and how important he was to uh, you know what we enjoy today. So I have, he contributed to the initial design of the Magic Kingdom. Okay, you know, we'll say those are sketches with Walt. He did half of the Haunted Mansion. He did a big chunk of the Tiki Room. And the reason I'm saying half and chunk is they work together. Like there isn't one person who really does everything. Even Walt worked with a group of great Imagineers. He did the Small World Clock and other various parts along with Mary Blair for Small World. In Epcot, he did the Land Pavilion and the Wonders of Life Pavilions, and he worked on an animator uh, as an animator on Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, and 101 Dalmatians. And a cool one, non-Disney related, that you don't know, I'm going to show you right now, uh, is he created the logo for Ernie Ball guitar strings and guitar pedals. I'm showing it to Nick right now. Doesn't this look like a Rolly Crump? Yeah, it definitely does. Doesn't it? um, That is 
I did not expect that. So take a second and pause if you want and do a quick Google search for Ernie Ball. It's a, you know, guitar accessories company. And you'll see the logo and go, oh, yeah, that could be somewhere inside the small world, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> you don't normally think rock and roll and, and small world together, but, you know, it's very similar kind of style. Absolutely. So, uh, rest in peace, Rolly Crump. I, um, you know, when you start looking at what these, these original, I'm going to call them like the OG um, Imagineers. When you look at what they contributed to the parks, they left a stamp on American, well, not just American, on the world, but yeah. um, they left a stamp on so many people's memories, um, their nost- like the nostalgia for parts of that park were designed by these people, right? So we might think, okay, well, that's cool. You know, you're, I remember this cartoon growing up, or I remember... And you think fondly back on those, but think about the number of people who've ridden Small World and looked at that clock face. Or the part of, which honestly he designed my favorite part of Haunted Mansion, right? The whimsical, mm-hmm. like, that, that was him, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's amazing what these OG um, Imagineers have done and how kind of anonymous they are. Yeah. Like, they're not out there like, hey, look at me. I would say the only one who's, like, I shouldn't say the only one, but the most famous one is probably Joe Rohde, yeah. like, in his lifetime. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and he's a little bit more of a, a modern Imagineer. Right. And Mary Blair is more famous just because of her artwork, not necessarily the Imagineering yes. piece, yep. I would say. But, yeah. Um, yeah, rest in peace. So, I want to kind of... Like we did last week, turn away from like the negativity and back into something positive mm-hmm. or sort of positive. Um, remember how last week you said, where were they going to put Cherry Tree Lane? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I sent I sent a pre-copy of the podcast over to Disney <laughs> and they decided, hey, did just, you now? <laughs> just because you are talking about this, um, the day after you record, we're going to release the concept art. <laughs> To show everybody that, yes, indeed, we were going to take away your beloved garden. <laughs> and since this is um, the April Fool's Day, or Opposite World um, episode, yeah, um, I think it's probably something we really would have enjoyed, because it's basically an indoor teacup ride, and we both know we love the teacups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I think, one of the only... There's a few photos of just us from when we went to the parks, and that... That photo is one of them of us on the teacups trying not to puke. So, in what world is it like we're gonna we're gonna build tre- cherry tree lane, right? In what world were they like? I know. Let's take and clone the teacups. Like, it makes no sense. Were they? It was literally gonna be a teacup that you ride in again. I, so teacup that's, and teacup. That is what it looked like. Um, Weird. Yeah, I don't understand. Maybe the Imagineers had something better. There were definitely some projections going on and whatnot, but I don't even want to. Um, I don't even want to guess why they would have thought that was a good idea. But don't the horses come off the carousel in Mary Poppins? Wouldn't that be just? Oh, you mean like a trackless ride system when you're on a horse? That wouldn't. Yeah. That would. They don't have trackless ride systems though. <laughs> they definitely don't have one that you can throw a football and hit from. The, from yeah, that I, pavilion. 
Uncle Pedro can throw the football. Or not Uncle Pedro. Who <laughs> Rico. Is Uncle Rico. I bet you can throw a football over them mountains. <laughs> if, if you know that quote, you can be our friend. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Um, all right, so today's episode is um, obviously a little bit tongue-in-cheek, right? Because April 1st is coming up here, yep. um, and we we wanted to play a little bit play along a little bit with it, you know, prankster style. But at the same time, what we're going to be telling people are actual viable reasons as to why yeah. not to go. Yep. Um, it, it's something we wouldn't normally do as a Dizlist top five. Oh, certainly not. And but these are these are legit things we're doing. It's it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Right. You are, These are definitely going to be reasons why you might, may not choose to visit Disney yeah. this summer. Yep. Um, I I will add that if you take these pieces of advice, thank you, because it means my vacation may be a little bit more enjoyable. <laughs> if because it'll be, less, it'll be less crowded, um, <laughs> which I think people are already taking this advice because Disney announced that, oh, remember that 35% off for Visa card people? We're just going to make 35% off, period. Like, Disney is, I think, revenge travels over, folks, and yep. Disney is like, uh-oh, what'd we do? Yep. We priced ourselves out. Um. So they're, pan- they're panicking a little bit. So on a related note, uh, we're going to head off to the halftime show brought to you by Universal Studios. Wow. Yeah. On the Disney podcast? Yeah. I mean, because this is reasons not to go to Disney. Oh, and that's a reason not to go. Yeah. Jeez, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Back yeah. to the Future, Jaws. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go on the Jaws ride. Oh, well. Womp womp. That's something for a different episode. That yeah. ride was amazing. Do you ever get to go on the Jaws ride? I did. Oh my God, it's so good. All right. So we're going to head off to the halftime show brought to you by Universal Studios. Welcome back to the Diz List. Um, this week, we're going to rank our top five reasons not to go. So it'll make it less crowded for us. Correct. Yeah. And and I want to be clear, we love Disney. These are reasons that are viable reasons why not to go, mm-hmm. but they are also reasons we ignore. True. <laughs> they are all reasons that we're like, yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> I don't care. I'm still going. I think people are going to agree with a lot of these. Yeah, I mean, the reality is that there are a lot of reasons to second-guess a Disney vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them, there are ways to solve those problems that are pretty easy. Um, I'm not going to say what some of the solutions are yet because I'm not sure what you have. Like, I have one that's not on my list Sure. that I have a solution for, but, like, I don't want to say. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it as sure. we get there. Um so, yeah, I, I think that going to Disney in 2023 um, could be challenging and, and might not be for everybody. Well, and has been the last handful of years for many of the reasons we're about to talk about. Yeah. So why don't we just dive right in here um, and start making our sponsor Universal Studios happy <laughs> and yeah. and start with why 
you what's your number five reason why you think we should not go to Disney in 2023? Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to cut to the chase with a lot of these. A lot of times I have these big elaborate lead-ins and all these. You? Uh, yeah, I, I love to, but that's <laughs> part of the fun. Um, my number five is the fact that Epcot specifically is still under this never-ending construction project and has been. Now, I I was doing research on this episode and tried to find when it started. I, I couldn't find it. What's an estimate? Three years? Four years? Five? It, it was at least 2018. Is when they started that whole, man, that's, that's a long time. I can't remember when they started it, but it's been since at least 2018. Yeah, I think, well, I can probably look back in our pictures and see. You can kind of look in the background and my, figure out when Epcot started that. I'll give you this. That. My children have never been to Epcot when it's not under construction. See, that's interesting. That's it's, crazy to think about. I mean. So why not to go? Epcot is just a giant construction zone i can't has been for a long so this isn't on my list i have it on my honorable mentions of reasons not to go i don't think for me it's enough to dissuade me not to go because the whole back half of the park is really why i go to epcot yeah but my goodness could they wait i don't know could they take any longer yeah i mean if tron is any kind of a um a benchmark by which you look at construction um speed Epcot should be done sometime by the time I'm 70. Right. And these updates from Universal Studios, it's crazy to see how fast these things are flying up for an entire brand new park. Not one little attraction. Maybe it's because they pay their cast members. Mm. Oh, actually. Oh, yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hey. We forgot to talk about that. Yeah. So congratulations, cast members. We're happy for you. Yes. Disney, smart. Way to look, look, way to look out and way to realize where your bread is buttered. Sorry. Yeah, if but. you want the details on that, I mean, it's it's all over the place on social media. If you look up, you know, Disney, well, it's tentative. They haven't, It's nothing's official yet, but it's a tentative I, agreement? Correct. It's what you call an agreement before your membership has voted and ratified it. Gotcha. But, yeah, um, everything's tentative until it's voted upon. Um, yeah, so, so, again, I don't have a huge story other than it, it kind of stinks and... You know, if you really want to get anywhere, it's a it's a major hike to hike all around all of, you know, it's... They did, however, this week open up a new pathway. Yes. Oh, we, we talked about that. I was actually going to watch that video and I didn't get around to it last night. Yeah. So, I mean, it's slowly getting there, but even... Yeah, e- really slowly. Even when they open up the new Moana stuff, it's still not going to be, like, done because they still have, like, the... Communicore, right? It's Communicore. Is that what it's called? The building? Yeah. Yeah. So Well, Interventions, saw... Communicore. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at, here, let's t- let's look at this from an art and a math perspective for a second, which I know we both love, obviously. If we look at Epcot from an aerial view, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's take the percentage, <laughs> let's take the average percentage that is taken up by construction. Let's not say current. Let's say what it's been, the average has been the last couple of years. Oh, 30%. Okay. That that was going to be my question. And yeah. and is that including or not including the lagoon, the water? I don't include, I mean, I'm not going to include like the water. I would say 30% of that park has been under construction or impacted by said construction. Man, that's a big number. It is, but think about it. The whole front half of the park yeah. is nothing but scrim. 
Like, they have walls that have been up so long that the paint color has changed. Yeah. Right? Figment in one spot is, like, gray because he's faded. Oh, he's no he didn't start off gray? I, th- I'm, I have a picture of him where he's, where he's teal because he's b- baked in the sun so much. Oh, I thought they did those on purpose. Maybe they I don't, didn't. No, maybe they did, but I, I don't know. If they did, that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, and if they didn't, it tells me how long that scrim's been up. It's, yeah, because I get someone trying to be creative, let's make figment teal, but that's just confusing to people who, who are there for the first time. Yeah. Who's this teal dragon? Oh, wait, why did they make him pinkish purple in the ride? That's weird. They, you know, yeah. like it's... I would I would agree that you know what that this is a good reason this your number five is a good reason why not to go this summer. What do you have? So my number five is that it is not a relaxing vacation. When you get done a yeah. when you get done a Disney vacation, you need a vacation. <laughs> like <laughs> if you're expecting to come home, be like, oh, that was so relaxing. Wrong. No. Like you you it's, need it's a sprint. Yeah. Plan on buying the nicest pair of running or walking shoes you can afford and then walking 12 miles a day going to bed sometime around midnight waking up at 6:45 to purchase your genie plus <laughs> so that at 7 a.m you can get your lightning lane <laughs> so that way you can make it to the bus stop at 7:15, so you can get to the park for rope drop and by the way that's if you choose not to like take advantage of early entry or if you, you know, maybe you want to buy, we were talking last night how my wife was a little stressed out because this summer she doesn't have, like last summer we went together. So I would yeah. take care of, of lightning lane. Rob would take care of individual lightning lane if we were doing it that day. Oh, this is funny. So, so my <laughs> wife was like, I'm stressed. I don't even know what the heck we're going to have to do while you're doing one thing. I got to do the other. Like, I don't even know how to do it anymore. We need to have Rob there so he can be, he can book the lightning lane and you can <laughs> you can do the individual yeah. lightning lane. So, like it's it's stressful. It's not relaxing. And look for me, I love it. Okay. Yeah, me too. But as I said last week, one of the reasons I love the English Garden in the UK Pavilion is because it's one of the few places where I can sit and relax. Right, and it's a contrast too, and that that I think is important for the trips too. Is it's a lot. And there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of people. But having that ability to pull back right. and you know reel it in a little bit and say, "Okay, I'm going to reflect, relax, and then go back in," and I, I think that's important. I'm not sure what job you could possibly have where you go to Disney and come back and say that was that was such a refreshing vacation. <laughs> um, you... Maybe a teacher, elementary <laughs> school teacher. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's that's insane. But yeah, <laughs> that's my number uh, five. Is it's not relaxing. My number four can really make things less relaxing as well, and it has gotten. I don't know if it's gotten worse, or if just social media and everybody having cell phones has really made brought this to the forefront. And that's just rude people and doing really crazy stuff in the parks. So I just put a couple quick things that came to mind, and there's way more than this. Number one, cutting the lines. That boils my blood. My oh, my family's up, up there. there. My family's up there. Yeah. Oh, my. I get so mad. And I think, okay, am I going to make a big scene, which I don't usually do. When I do, it's like it's a big deal. So am I going to make a scene and make my family mad? Like, is it worth it? I don't know. 
like you have an interesting story about the climbing that I don't know if you want to share right I already, now. Yeah, I already climbed. I already shared it a couple weeks okay. ago. The girl, or the the boy who stood on Stepped my, on your daughter's head? Yeah. I'm like, crazy. and then the father looked at me like I was crazy for yelling at his kid. And, and I've told the story before about disrespectful to cast members. I, I saw that poor lady screaming at the cast member, yelling at her because she couldn't bring her stroller into the land pavilion. And I felt so bad I put in a cast compliment to the, the poor girl I had to deal with it. Yeah. Getting into fist fights, which is all over social media now, that literally makes me sick. Like, it when I watch those, like... I, I feel like I want to throw up because it's you're a you're paying so much money. B it's this place of like happiness and love, and people are getting so mad that they're like beating each other up. I think of it from an outsider. Like I'm I don't think I would ever get to the point where I would get in a fight unless someone came at me. That's a different kind of story. But imagine if you're standing there on the sidelines with young kids, and I, and, and I don't even want to say specific age because it depends. Yeah. Like think about how that scars those kids. For life. I don't even, and I do care about it, but I don't even care about that. My, what I care about is, like, how selfish are you that this multi-billion dollar a year place, this attraction, you think needs to cater to you? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, it does, but, like. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> It is still private property. They can still ask you to do certain things, like okay. wear a mask. Okay. 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 They can ask you to not bring oh, your stroller and... into places. Oh, man. They can ask you to, you know, to wait in this line an extra five minutes. They can tell you that your table's not quite ready yet, sir, but you got to wait an extra 10 minutes. Does it suck? Yeah. yeah. But they're not singling you out. So quit making it about you. Yeah, Another that's one. a good reason why not to go. It's gotten bad. And this one specifically, because I've, I've been watching a ton of Disneyland videos just because we're getting excited for our trip coming up soon. And I was watching how in the brand new queue for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, people are damaging certain things in the in the queue on the way in. They've ripped stuff completely off. Of There's like an area that kind of looks like there's uh, like condiments and ketchup and mustard. Mm-hmm pun intended yeah and people are ripping those things off and they have to like put up signs and like it's really sad and and then people will complain well the signs take me out of the theming right you know they're gonna people will complain about that it's like well then tell your kid to stop pulling the right stuff off the wall and the last one i have here is um people like over serving themselves like you know you can have drinks at disney i have you have you know but Mm. we know our limits. Some people don't, and they get into, you know, all kinds of disorderly conduct and yelling at cast members. And again, I'll get back to my point, and you can weigh in on this too. Is this something that has always happened, or is it something that becomes more prominent because of uh, the different social media outlets showing these videos of people getting kicked out or sneaking their eight-year-old in as an infant? That was another recent one. Putting lifts in the shoes of a kid who's not tall enough to ride rides. Exactly. Like, what kind of idiot does that? So, um, is this something that's always been happening, or I, is just society morphing? I think, to an extent, yes. Um, some of those things have always been happening. The stuff that I can say, I've n- like, I've never witnessed fights at the park. So, I think that the thank fi- God. I think that the fights have always happened. But just not been on video. Yeah, so it's highlighted. But 
But I do think, like, for the first one you mentioned, the cutting in line thing, like, I I can tell you that it's changed in the last four years. Mm -hmm. Like, 2019 never happened. 2021, when I went, it was like, oh, my family's up there. No, they aren't. I saw you leave them at the popcorn cart. Yeah. I watched you. You got out of line to get your popcorn, and now you're going back to the front of this 90-minute wait. So let's stop lying and, and just get back at the end of the line. Yeah. But of course, like you said, it's it's not worth getting in a fight with these these entitled people. And you know what? If it was, if they were thirteen, fourteen year old kids, it's like okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But these are like mid middle aged adults. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doing this. Oh, my family's up there. No, they're not. I watched you. Generally, I don't have an issue if it is like an eight year old or even a thirteen year old. Whatever. It's a kid by yeah. themselves. If they're by themselves, maybe they're going to their parent. Right. Like maybe they had to pee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for real. And there and, That was me when I was little. Yeah, and there are <laughs> there are times when I genuinely know that it is an adult going back to their family. I and you can tell the difference. These people who are just walking by pushing you and saying, My family's up there, my family's up there, they are they're not. It's the it's the person who's almost borderline embarrassed to ask. Yes, and they're looking, and you can tell they're they're looking for their family. They're searching. Their head is moving. And I hate it so much that this past year, we were on Pirates. We were in line together, and uh, my son had to use the bathroom, and then also we saw that um, Jack Sparrow was there. Yes, right. And so they jumped out of line, and we weren't quite – we were still in the – like the. We weren't in the uh, tunnels or caves. correct. So we were just kind of like in the loopbacks or whatever, the cutbacks yep, there. Right, right and, before the AC. And then we got there, and they weren't back yet, and I said, you guys just go, because I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. Because I am not that person who's going to have my kid yep, me neither. And, my, and my wife, oh, my family's up there, my family's up there. No. So I just kept letting people go, and we just didn't ride the same boat. We were maybe five minutes behind yeah. you. Yeah, we went Ooh. ahead, and wasn't a big deal at all. Five minutes, man. Yep. So just wait. the Like, like if you... I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, I think those are all good reasons why not to visit the yeah. parks this summer. Number four, rude people. What'd you have for four? My number four <laughs> is that um, if you want to visit a park that might be more worthwhile this summer, <laughs> um, yeah, it might be going to our sponsor for the day. I knew you were getting that. Uh, yeah. So you. And they're and we joke, right? They're not our sponsor, obviously. No, no, they're not. But they're not. but um, the reality is, we feel like this is like an advertisement for them. Um, and, and to be fair, though, I am not a Universal hater. I think it's no. a great park. Yeah, I really enjoy it. But here's the here's the truth: Universal's opening a a new gate in 2025. Mm-hmm. These next two summers are going to be lower, not low, but lower attendance at universal because people, people who are going to wait people who are planning a universal yeah. trip are going to wait until epic universe opens up that's me so if you're <laughs> going yeah i know me too if you're going to plan if you're going to go to florida and you're like disney or universal well disney's been more packed than normal yep and universal i think is going to start seeing a downswing of people saying i'm close enough now where i want to wait until the new park opens mm-hmm. So it might not be a bad idea to go over to Universal. And by the way, their construction is in a different park. Yeah. So you're not in it. Like yep. not like at at uh Disney where you're like in the construction. And they're not adding anything new. The most recent thing was the Velocicoaster, which they had to do construction for. And actually, speaking of which, they have two brand new rides 
because they had Velocicoaster, and then they had the other, uh, that Hagrid's something, I forgot what they're called, but that ride looks awesome, too. The motorbike? Yeah, right, 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 that's the one. But they look great, and I, have, I haven't been in maybe five years, and I think yours is quite a bit longer, but... Um, Mine's been, wow, yeah, it's been a lot longer than that. I was in a, at a wedding in Orlando over Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. Um, and we went on Thanksgiving. Big mistake. Um, but yeah, we yeah. we ate our Thanksgiving dinner at that du- that dueling pianos like <laughs> Irish bar or whatever the heck it is there in in City Walk. Um, so yeah, for me, number four is that Universal's up the road. Yep. And it's probably not going to be as busy these next couple of summers because people are going to hold out and wait. I don't know that factually. I just know that that's how I'm thinking about, like, I'm not going because I want to wait. Um, and to be perfectly honest, if you're somebody who's going to be going a lot, you can get, like, an annual pass to Universal uh, for a heck of a lot cheaper than you can get yeah, annual I'm, passes elsewhere. I'm going to mention that a little bit later, too. But, yeah. So, number four, Universal is up the road and um, kind of doesn't have construction in your face. Their construction is making a new park. So number three is one that they're trying to address, maybe. I mean, it recently when Bob Iger was talking about the park reservation system, he says one of the main reasons for the park reservation system is to keep the crowd levels down. He's full yeah. of you-know-what, yeah. folks. Yeah. He is. Listen, I will sing Bob Iger's praises. Yeah. He is lying to you. Uh-huh. So my number three, and <laughs> we'll discuss this further, is uh, it's way too crowded. Now, <laughs> he says that it's, be, you know, we're trying to keep the levels at a, or the number of people at a reasonable level. They're, they're, they're keep bringing people in. It's about paying cast members. Like, he, go ahead. Okay. I know you're ready to talk. So this guy, okay, this, uh, this gets me fired up. No, so feel free. So, yeah, when he says it's about keeping... Uh, keeping the number of people at a reasonable number, what he's actually saying is it's about keeping the number of cast members at a reasonable number. He is trying... Look, yeah. it is... I'm a stats guy, okay? What they're doing is massive data collection yeah. that allows them to optimize their their product, their profit, I should say, which is fine. All businesses do it. But don't gaslight me. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you're doing. Just say, look, this allows us to maximize profits. That's why we're doing it. Say it. Yeah. Admit it. Don't say it's helping my experience because ever since that has come into play, the crowds are bigger. They are. So shut up. Yeah. You're a liar. Yeah. You are lying. Well, and part of it, too, if you look at it from this perspective with, with the park reservation system, is it's kind of creating this fear. Like, you know, oh, crap, I better book it or I'm not getting in. Because you see on social media people uh-huh. standing outside the entrance, like, yeah. "Help me, I can't get in." Yeah, I've I've literally seen that. Have I you bought- seen that in person before? I haven't seen it in person. Yeah. You did. Yes, a I- lady from somewhere in Europe was like here from Poland. I, I you know, it, it was over Christmas. Yeah, I have was, my- everything was booked. I have my tickets. I have my tickets. I can't get in. Mm-hmm. That was when you were you were down there this winter, right? That was Christmas. Yeah, Christmas of 2019. No, because- they didn't have park pass then. They didn't. No. Oh, you're right. It was this it, was it must you, have been. You saw you saw it when you were down there. Uh, I was trying had, to. Th- I, I thought of that because it you was had a, a busy you had a loved time. One, you have to, you had a loved one pass away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. And you were down there. Yes. And and that's when you saw it when you were going. You were on property because right. it was right in the area. Correct. 
Am I right? Yes. Okay. I want to make sure. Yep. Well, the reason I thought that was because I was trying to think it was a busy time, and right. Christmas why, is the right. busiest Why would time. you have been down there? And that was when you yeah, were down there, though, you're right. right? Yep. So, yeah. I, go on. I'll no, let you finish and, it, because this is yours. But well, oh and then I'll, I'll end with this, and, and we've been mentioning this, too, is it's way too crowded, and there's that many people, and there's that many hotels. You have that many hotels, which brings it, if you fill them all up, where are all these people going to go? Add another park. I mean, I feel exhausted the number of times we've said this on the podcast over and over. Just do it. Add another park. It can be just a random theme. And I know we've discussed what the different themes could be. You know, like, don't put a specific theme on it. You know, just call it, you know, Magical Sparkles. And it's whatever you want, whatever IP you want to put in there. Disney owns more IP, more quality IP than any other company, in my opinion. I don't Who's even close? I Universal. Yeah, maybe. But, um, I even think they, I mean, they own way more than Universal does. God, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, like, they own the Simpsons now, like, with all the that Fox acquisition. Use that. I, I don't, I don't even care about using it to build a, another park. I just care that, like, these whole, the, the, the parks are overly crowded to a point where it, it's not enjoyable. And so you can't tell me that you're using the park pass reservation system to mitigate that. I'm just, so, you just can't. They just and, need more attractions to, you know, all the people that are there to, we call them the people eaters. You know, the people eater, like Tron is there. Tron's going to be a people eater. Well, you just closed Splash Mountain, so nothing's going to change. All the people that were in line for Splash Mountain are going to be in line for Tron now. Yeah. So nothing changes. No, until Tiana opens, and then the, the, it's going to help capacity a little bit. You want to know something even worse? What's that? You're wrong because they're not going to be in line because it's a virtual queue. Ugh. So it's not a people eater. No, because it's it's a people eater at seven seven a.m. Yeah. When you're on your phone getting your virtual queue, I look. I love Disney. They do a lot of things right. They do park capacity wrong. They don't know what they're doing. It is overcrowded. Bob Iger is lying to you when he says Park Pass is doing that. Park Pass is doing nothing but helping them staff the parks and maximize profit. If it did anything else, if it didn't help them maximize profit, it would be gone tomorrow. That is the truth. Yeah. Any businessman would tell you the same. So he's wrong. He's or not wrong. He's just lying to you. So number three, way too crowded. What do you uh, got for three? My number three is it is not for a spontaneous person. No. So well, well, the one argument to that is, uh, is you know, our buddies at Ear Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So within the day, you're right. You could have some spontaneity with playing the Disney Genie slots. Yeah, I just want to give them credit because it's kind of a brilliant idea that it is they came up with. It is, and when you change the the way you think about it, it does make your day go better. But if you are somebody hoping to have a spontaneous day, yeah. Disney ain't for you. Nope, you were 100% right. And, um, and not to derail you early on, let's let's just say, you know, I heard this Skipper Canteen is cool. Let's try it. Or I would really like to eat at the, the Royal Table. Let's go do that now. Nope. Yeah. yeah. You better <laughs> no. you better know 60 days before you go what you yeah. want to eat. Yeah. Um. So I think that it's important to recognize that Disney is not for people who don't like to plan their vacation. I, for myself, I am the kind of guy who likes spreadsheets and has everything planned out. So for me, 
I'm good with it because then I can prepare myself for what I'm going to do. I like to know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. I like all that. But for people who like to fly by the seat of their pants and, eh, we'll see. You know the kind of people who are like, we're going to drive to Disney and like we'll stop somewhere along the way and they don't even have hotel reservations. Those people may not want to go to Disney because if you're okay with just driving and seeing what's happening, you're not going to be okay with arriving at Disney and being like, I think I'm going to go get lunch now. Because guess what? Even if you want quick service, everything's switched to mobile ordering, right? You got to plan ahead. You go to mobile order your mobile order at 11:30, so you can have your you can have your um, sunny eclipse burger. Oh, you can pick it up at 3:30. Wait, what? <laughs> Four hours from now? Yup, because that's when your next pickup is. Oh, I want a hot dog at Casey's. Okay, hope you ordered at 10 for your 12 o'clock pickup time if it's Crazy. busy. It's sad but true. Spontane- spontaneity is gone yeah. at Disney World. So if you really want a reason not to go, I would say that if you're looking for a spontaneous vacation, and by the way, I would say if you're looking for a spontaneous vacation, Universal is not much better. Yeah. So, I mean, they're better, but not much better. Uh, you really don't want to do a theme park vacation if you're looking for spontaneity. Yeah, I, I think the way I'm approaching Disneyland, since I haven't been there before, I kind of have a plan A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And it, depending on what happens when we arrive, I'm going to do one of those three things. For example... Plan A, go right to Indiana Jones. But if it's down, which is possible, I have a plan B. Plan B is straight back to Fantasyland. So, like, and I won't get into every single version of the plans I have, but for example, as long as you kind of plan ahead in the way of I know what's there, I know what might happen, and just, you know, you can go to the fl- go with the flow, so to speak, but just know what's there and know what your different options are, I guess right. is my advice for that, but... I still completely agree. You can't really be spontaneous. And if no. you need help, you know, uh, use uh, use one of the the travel agents. I look. So if you're somebody who is only spontaneous on vacation because you're not good at planning, here is a solution. Right? A solution is you go to one of our one of our many friends on Instagram. If you if you're looking for a travel agent, contact us. We will hook you up with one who is. Probably we probably know somebody in your home state, yeah. Possibly in your home city. Um, Lots so, of our listeners do that. Uh, so certainly get in touch with us if if you you know are looking for a travel planner. Um, that said, if it's if it's that you like to be spontaneous because you like to be spontaneous, not because you don't like to plan, I, this is not the trip for you, and it's never going to be. Yeah. Um, and it never was honestly because it's even more spontaneous now. Used to be you had to know what you wanted to eat 180 days in advance. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, yep, that's mine. Is uh, it's not spontaneous. That's my number three reason not to go to Disney World. Number two, <laughs> I have a funny story for this one too. My number two, get right to it here. It's way too freaking hot, and I deal with it. And my funny story is from a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago. We're leaving the park. I'm wearing a tank top and shorts. And we're exiting. It's dark out. It's, I don't know, what, 10 o'clock or whatever, right? And we're going to get onto the ferry to leave. And my wife takes a picture of my back. Mm. And this isn't as gross as you think. It's You think it's going to be gross. With a flash on, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then she shows it to me. She goes, you are dripping with sweat. It is 10 o'clock at night. And we look at the temperature. It was in the 90s. It was dark out. It was 10 o'clock. And it was the temperature was in the 90s. I want you to think about 
um, why stone buildings were so popular in the colonial Americas. <laughs> to retain heat? Yeah. So now you're walking on concrete and yeah. pavement yep. all day long. That's that is baking in the sun and gaining heat and taking in all that energy. And some of it's black. Yeah. I think Main Street, the middle of Main Street, I think is and then is black, I think. And then it just gives it back off. Uh-huh. All night long. It and so it never really cools down. Yeah, it just radiates heat. Um we famously don't like the heat, right? That's one of the things that we talk about on here frequently. This doesn't make my list because I can deal with it for a week. Well, and we've learned how to deal with yeah. it, too. But, I mean, it is crazy, crazy hot, and it has altered the way that we plan our trips because we will do an activity that has, well, we'll say an external cue, and then something that we wait inside with air conditioning. For example... This is my famous one. I always use you wait outside for Haunted Mansion, dripping, dripping with sweat. Then you're like, okay, time for Country Bears or time for Hall of Presidents. Either one, you go in, you're sitting in the AC. You plan for that in advance. Yeah. Again, you, <laughs> it's not really being as spontaneous because you have to plan these, you know, ABC, what do we do in, in order for these trips? Well, I, I straight up plan what clothes to bring. Yeah. Not, And I don't mean like, oh, I like this T-shirt. It's like. I can't wear that color at Disney because <laughs> because that color will change to a different color within five minutes of me being in the park. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. And like trip. and like wearing um wearing a backpack because like with kids you wear a backpack. Yeah. And so you've got this giant like sweaty. <laughs> I can feel it right now, and it's ugh. Yeah. anyway. You're you're not wrong. We have That's, to, we bring a, a change of shirt <laughs> or multiple. And it's you know what it's that is a great tip. Bring a change of shirts. Yeah. It's a fresh change. So two, way too hot. What do you got? My number two is kind of similar to your number four. I think it was about Epcot. Five was Epcot. Five was Epcot. Never ending construction project. So my number two is kind of about that. And it's that you joked and said it's never ending, but the reality is it is ending as, as well as, you know, Splash Mountain's uh, refurb is ending. And so I think that if you're somebody who's not going every year, Mm-hmm. Don't go right now, yeah, because you're going to want to wait until uh, Moana's attraction walkthrough attraction is done. Yeah. You're going to want to wait until uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure is done. They're retheming. Rumor on the street is they're retheming Pecos Bill because um, it's going to be. I've heard it might be Tiana's Foods. I think it's going to be called something like that. Um, but uh, they had talked about retheming that uh, for a number of reasons. One of them is the cultural insensitive insensitivity of uh the comedy short or the cartoon short of pecos bill um but there's some other reasons why to retheme it because it's not the greatest food but um, well and i love cajun food if they're going to retheme it to something that's you know new orleans related and yeah i think disney has history with it again disneyland i know i'm talking a lot about disneyland because i'm thinking about it a lot yeah the new orleans square stuff yeah yeah. there's there's at least two restaurants that are cajun themed right there's no reason they couldn't well, I don't want to get into retheming. Never mind. I was, but they, they could definitely do something there. Yeah. Um, so my point is, like, for for the traveler who's not going every year, this year and next year are probably not the years to go. Yeah, you're going to be getting new, um, a, a new fireworks spectacular at Epcot that's yeah. not opened this summer. You're going to be getting happily new, ever after back. Yeah, that'll be open this summer. But, oh, oh, but, that's right. But Splash won't be. 
Um, That's 25? Well, right now they're saying 24. It's going to be 25, let's be honest. True. Disney's track record isn't great with this stuff. Um, You're going to be getting the Moana walkthrough. Um, You're going to be getting, you know, the Communicorp uh, uh, Pavilion, whatever that is there. Um, You're going to be getting Dreamer's Point. These are things that aren't going to be there if you – not all of them are going to be there this summer. So if you hold off, you will have a better experience. There's even rumors about potentially coming in from Disneyland. So, I mean, there's all sorts of different things you may want to wait for. Um, And it it might not be a bad idea to take this summer specifically off to let some of these rumors kind of, you know, get clarified. This is the first full summer of Iger being back in charge. Um, We'll see what he has to do. You know, I just, you know, kind of bashed him for his comments about the park pass system but he is way more pluses than minuses right but he is also putting people like back in charge of creative who belong being in charge of creative yeah so i think that by the end of this summer we're going to see a clearer picture of the future of the parks yeah so that's my number my number two is um you know it's just there's too much uh too much good too much good in the future to go right now so um, I'll get to my number one here, and I'm going to be shocked if it isn't your number one also. And if it is your number one, um, I need you to look something up for me. Mm-hmm. And my number one reason not to go to Walt Disney World is it's too expensive. Uh, yeah. That's yours too? Yeah, of course. Okay. Do me a favor while I'm giving my intro here. Yep. Look up park tickets for Walt Disney World on an average day and Universal Studios. On, an, on the same average day. So it has gotten so incredibly expensive. And if I'm being completely honest, I will pay whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it so much that I'll pay whatever. But everybody is not me. And everybody is not picking up multiple extra jobs to be able to pay for their vacations. You know, it's we make it work. Okay. And, you know, I'd we love it so much that no matter what we want to go back every year. Another part of that too. And it's, you know, thing Nick comments on a lot is being a member of the Disney vacation club. We say DVC. That's what we're talking about. You can be part of the vacation club and you get special deals and you go back every year, but also that's expensive too. These parks have just really just gone up and up and up. And the crazy thing is that, People just keep going. So they're like, okay, we'll raise the price again. And then more people go, and the parks are super, super crowded. You got any info for me over there? So um, because I was like, you know, nobody ever really pays full rate for their tickets. They usually will get some sort of a discount or whatever, whether you're going through a travel agent and you get like a room discount or you're going through undercover tourists and buying your tickets. Um this is crazy. I can't even believe this. All right, so a three-day, because nobody goes for one day, right? A three-day base ticket, all right? Sure. Base ticket is 386.13, okay? Um, at Universal, a three-day ticket, three-day, their three-day ticket for the same day is... 33607 you're like well that's not that big a difference except universal has a their 3 day is a 3 day park to park meaning you can go from park to park oh that's a benefit 
and they're going to add two days to it. So it's actually a five day. What? Yeah. That's their current promo right now. That's incredible. A three day park to park plus two days. Wow. Which I don't know why they don't just call it a five day, but. <laughs> That's a real reaction, folks. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. Yeah. That th- is crazy. A three day. Now I wonder if this is kind of like Disney's 35% off where Universal saying, hey, our new park's not open yet, but we want you here. Come on. Maybe, but the reality, I don't care. You said cost, and I, it, this go, falls in line with what we said. Yeah. Go to Universal. Yeah. For three, look, for 336, let me, let me look up the exact price here. I'm going to give you the exact, $336.07. Uh, let me add taxes and fees. This is through Undercover Tourists. Sure. $368.92 gets you five days park to park at Universal. Okay. <sighs> Now, the comparable ticket would be a five-day park hopper at Disney. Sure. Okay? With the, no, compar- yeah. the, the comparable ticket would be a five-day park hopper at Disney. So I said it was 368-something, right? Uh-huh. Comparable ticket at Disney. 780. That's a guess. It is $673.19. <laughs> For one person. Yeah. It's and multiply it's, that by your whole family. It's three hundred and five dollars more yeah. for the same comparable ticket. I didn't know that. I'm shocked. <laughs> like I thought, okay, fifty bucks. Uh, nope, that's insane. This might need to be the snippet that goes on social media. So, right here. so travel agents <laughs> that are friends of ours, um, go ahead and write me up a quote for Universal. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Like what? In what world is Disney worth $305 more over five days per person? Here's a crazy question for you. Yeah. You're a DVC member. Yes. That means you get to stay at Disney. That doesn't include park passes and all those other things. Correct. Just means you get to stay there. Correct. You know, you're a you're a part owner, right? Right. Yeah. I get, I get the privilege you, of, of saying, yeah. Oh, well, I know what you're going to say. Go you ahead. know what I'm going to say. Well, would would what, you use your DVC time? You go and you stay at the park. You're still staying at Disney. Would you do a universal park vacation even though you're staying on Disney property? Would this, you do that? We are already planning one. That's great. We're planning on doing a split in the future where we do like um, when the kids are older, we would like to do something like over by Saratoga Springs or Old Key West. Cool. Um, in a bigger room. Because you can do a bigger room there for less points, um, and doing like a split vacation where we do a couple days in the Disney parks, and then a couple days over at Universal. Not cool. a couple, probably like four or five. And then, I mean, hey, for three hundred and sixty-eight dollars per person, I might as well do the five days over at Universal. Yeah, well, like, we don't know how long that promo is going to last. I understand but, that, yeah, but yeah. three. Are Either you way, kidding? It's going to be cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Three hundred sixty-eight dollars, five days, park to park. That's crazy. Now, I get it, right? That's right now they are trying to draw people in because people are holding off. Still. And and look, we are still a Disney podcast. We still. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go full circle yeah, here. We still love. We still love Disney. <laughs> yeah, we, we but, let's end on a but the, positive but the, note. The here. cost. I mean, the cost has gotten to be mm-hmm. prohibitive. Yeah. And no lie. I have worked multiple side jobs to be able to afford this vacation because I love it and I and my family loves it and 
we all, not just me, yes, I'm obsessed, but my wife loves it, my kids love it, and we want to go back every year, and the price goes up and up, and I got to make it work somehow. So I literally work mm, 12 months a year on a second job, basically, because if you, you really want to think about it, yeah. it's my, my coaching salary. That's a second job. That goes goes to... Yeah goes to my our parks yeah i mean that's really it and when you think about that um like you start adding up that money and that time it's a lot that said all of these things are real reasons why you may not want to go to disney this summer but i encourage you to go because you will you know you'll you will make, make memories make, of a lifetime absolutely um i still love epcot my kids still love Epcot, even though the whole front half of the park is under construction. Yeah. Um, I love um, everything there is to do with, you know, planning a vacation, planning a Disney vacation. It's fun. So the spontaneity thing doesn't bother me that much. Um, I, I got to be honest with you, the cost thing, when I'm talking about vacation, I don't, I don't care. Like... Your wife joked with us all that. Wait till you guys see Disney, Rob. Wait till you see Disney, Rob. And it's kind of like the same thing for me. It's like, whatever. Like, if I'm here and my son wants a $52 steak for dinner, I'm like, uh, no. You you can have a burger. And I, I, I wouldn't say that. But, you know, like, it wouldn't be something he would even think about. Yeah. But we're on vacation. It's like, do not look at prices, bud. Yeah. You're, like, eat what you want to eat. Yep. And I know that that, I know not everybody can do that. But if you can, it's it's worth it because then it does become maybe not relaxing in the, in the sense of like, um, you know, you're coming home refreshed, but it's relaxing in that you're letting go of that whole idea that, you know, I have to pinch the pennies here and I got to pinch the pennies there. Um, and, and I understand inflation being what it is and, you know, people are under duress with some of their, you know, some of their financials because of you know, our current economic situation, but like take a day, maybe take one day less and still be able to do the thing you want, or maybe stay off property. If, if that's something that you'd want to, if you stay off property, you can, I mean, you can get some really good deals and save a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but this has been actually more fun than I expected it to be. Well, it's, it's, you know, kind of a venting session on things that are driving us a little crazy. Yeah. Um, it was a good excuse to do it for, you know, April fools. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think just so you know, guys, next week we'll be back to talking about all the things we love about Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed this and, and I hope you understand that, you know, it's okay as Disney people not to always defend them. Right. Uh, on social media, we see a lot of the times people blindly defending yeah, Disney. You can it's be like, critical of stuff you like, love. It's, oh, I'm not anti Disney when I say that Bob Iger is lying about why the park pass reservation systems in place. So anyway, next week we'll be back to our normal happy-go-lucky Disney podcast where we love everything. Uh, but, it, you know, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>